What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of In My Chair. Now, the weather is bad out, but that is not stopping us from sitting down and talking to Miss Donna Prescott. How are you? I am doing great in spite of the weather. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, no problem. It is my pleasure. Now, before we get into this, we do want to mention that Shearshare does offer insurance by the day. New, never heard of it. Revolutionary. So if you are a stylist, if you do nails, makeup, whatever your profession is, and you are looking for professional salon space, be sure to book that space through Shearshare and add insurance because you want to protect yourself, protect your clients, and protect the people around you. Now, Miss Donna, Tell the people where you are from and where you reside. So I was actually born on the island of St. Lucia in the Caribbean. I moved to Brooklyn, New York when I was 16 years old. And that's where I've been currently for the past 30 years. So it's home. home. So Brooklyn is, is pretty much home. That's where I've been. I mean, I still do consider myself an island girl, but um, yes, Brooklyn is home and home to my business. You can hear it. It's all in your voice. Like you can still hear that, that right up in there. You know? Yes, yes, yes. It comes out sometimes. <laughs> and what is your profession? What do you specialize in? So... I am a wife. I am a mom to a 22-year-old. I am a licensed cosmetologist in Brooklyn, New York. I am the owner of Alter Image Salon. Um, and I am currently transitioning to Donna Prescott Beauty. We've been based in the Grand Heights area for the past eight years. And will this be like skincare or makeup? We... We provide skincare. I have a licensed esthetician on board, but myself, I offer hair services and I specialize in, specialize in hair cutting, hair coloring, wig and extension services. Okay, come on bundles, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we also carry our own line of um, rural Indian hair extensions and pre-made luxury wigs. Really? All right, I had to get that link from you when we get up off of here, okay? <laughs> okay, and so what, what were your beauty beginnings? How did you decide that you were going to dedicate your life to the beauty industry? I, I actually um, didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, but I always knew as a child I had this special interest in here. I, I grew up in a, a, a very strict religious home where we were not allowed to, like, relax our hair. So I had natural hair for the most part of my life. So for me to like manage my hair better and kind of blend in with my peers, I found myself using my allowance and going to the beauty supply and concocting um, beauty products to actually make my hair look smooth and sleek in spite of it being natural. And that's, that's kind of like when I knew, wow, like I really had an interest in um, beauty and hair care. And when I graduated from high school at 18, I was a teenage mom at that time and I needed a job. And a family member of mine started a salon business and she hired me then as her apprentice. And kind of that was like my beginning of getting into that area, realizing that I had a natural talent to, you know, 
pick up on the hair techniques. And I just love being in the environment of making people feel and look beautiful. So that was kind of like my beginning. Oh, come on, when she said I was concocting, I was making it up. I was trying to I figure it was. out. <laughs> I and I was sharing it with people also, and they were like, oh, it worked. <laughs> so you you had a neck. You already had a neck and probably didn't even know it at the time. Didn't. I really didn't. And so how do you feel like um there was a change? Like, you know, you say you, you know, you were in the Caribbean and then you came to New York. Is there a major difference in beauty from there to New York? There really is. Um, especially being around my upbringing of not having um, access to like beauty care and beauty products. When I moved here, it was just like a thing. Everybody were, were like taking care of the hair, going to the salon, you know, getting your wash and set weekly, your treatments. Um, I was never used to that um, growing up in the islands. It was always the, you know, the natural remedies of finding, bushes <laughs> to treat your hair and um doing it yourself or your mom doing it for you so it was totally different when I moved here was it easy for you to get though was it like an easy transition um it was an easy transition because um like I said being exposed to it with my family member like I got to see firsthand um what it was about and catching on was like an easy transition for me so yeah. Now I do know New York is fashion capital, style capital. They are not playing in New York. What would you say like the biggest like hairstyle or hair trend um, that's like one of the most popular for you that you've seen that maybe you've done a lot of um, in New York? So um, it's a few. Uh, wigs are very popular and because I have a hair extension and wig line, I find myself wearing lots of different wigs and it's just a beautiful thing to be able to, you know, switch it up and not commit permanently to anything. So I could be any color, any length, any texture that I feel like, and it just switches up the look and keeps things spicy. So that's a very big trend right now. And um, when it comes to the natural hair side part of it, a lot of, a lot of us, even myself, um, my hair is natural and um, a lot of people are into, you know, hair care, hair treatments, and even having like a silk price or a silk wrap service done. So those are two popular trends right now that I'm, you know, I see a lot of clients for and even for myself. Okay. Yeah. You know, what's funny. I know that like something that's really popular right now that I see on social it is the, like um, the headband wigs. Right? Oh yeah, but it, I'm like thinking, and I'm like, I remember when I was like a kid and seeing my aunties and my grandma wear headband <laughs> wigs or, or what they would call half wigs. It was half right. wigs. Yes, that y'all like, just recite like y'all really making it seem like this is the new Thanks. new. <laughs> Things just get a new name and we're like, oh, it's new, but it's not new. <laughs> it's not new. It's not new. I said, this looks oddly familiar. <laughs> that is know. so my mom, 
she used to see now they got the headband and you just swoop your edges my mom because she had like you know she's like really curly hair and um so her her wigs would be very similar to her same hair texture and so she would part the front and she would put that <laughs> and she would yes. her real hair over it and what? you would you would never know like it it's like today don't get me wrong like you know you're melting the lace and it's like a whole thing but for the most part you know it's the wig or they're not ashamed to tell you that it's a wig or it you know in the backpack days either you had a wig or you, you never knew yes yes it had knew. to That's blend it. In with yours so you know we could disguise it <laughs> okay now i want to uh jump new york has been affected greatly by covid the numbers there have been astronomical astronomical it is it is some of the highest how has if any how has covid affected you and your business um yes it was a very very scary time it's still scary um i'm sure uh, many industries have been impacted by the coronavirus shutdown but i know for um myself being a hairstylist it was very devastating you know it's like my livelihood was lost overnight, you know? Um, for me, I did have um, some other areas that I incorporate, incorporated into my business before this virus shut down, um, which helped a little bit, but um, majority of my business was dealt with, you know, face-to-face -face service and, with having the shutdown and not having or being able to um, do those types of services anymore, like it was very, very, very hard. Yes. Are you guys currently still shut down or are, you know, services back open uh, with provisions now? Yeah, um, with provisions, we've been open from July and um, prior to COVID, I already, I already like to clients based on an appointment base. But right now we have like so many guidelines that we have to follow. Um, we, at my salon, we still do um, appointment base, but uh, the health department is very heavily on us. So there are um, forms that we have to keep on premises and we have to like do the temperature check, um, at my salon, we wear masks and we require everyone that gets a service to wear masks. Um, we do the extra of having everyone wash their hands on entry. Um, we have like trace contact and screening forms that we have to fill out. Um, we have forms for every, um, after every service to clean the salon or high touch, um, high touch point areas of the salon. Um, so, it's it's a lot um it takes up more of the time that we usually do but it's for safety and that's pretty cool um but yeah that's pretty much what <laughs> the day our days have become yeah you know safety is the most important and at the end of the day you know like you said it can be a little bit more time consuming like hey i probably could have been you know a third of the way through with the next client by now if i wasn't doing this but at the end of the day it's kind of one of those things like I'd rather yes miss be one client than miss all my clients in order to make sure that we're safe and we're cleaning and we're making sure that things are the way that they're supposed to be exactly yeah um, I totally 
understand. Um, but a, a good for you guys being able to even go back because like I said, New York was, was up yes. Yes. Well, uh, here in Texas was bad though too. So you know, it's we were. I think we were right behind New York. <laughs> we were right behind New York. I was like, oh goodness, take it away, take it away. Um, but honestly, I like some of the new provisions. It's like I kind of hope that some of them don't go away. Like you know, it's like makes you think. Like why aren't we always doing this? Right. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Um, but on a lighter note. Um, I know that uh, in the beauty industry, we all experience moments that stick with us, that um, make us feel a certain way. That's always a story that we have to tell. What's a story, um, maybe you as a client or a client that you've had that's kind of just stuck with you? That's one of those happier moments that when you think back on it, it does make you smile. Um, I've grown into... Uh dealing with a lot of hair loss clients. And I feel like those are the most dearest clients to me at the moment. I mean, I love all my clients and I cater to every single one of them. I'm always happy to have each and every one of them. But my mom went through a period of hair loss and that was like, um, it was, it, it was a, a period of, huh, it was kind of hard for us trying to figure out that situation with her. So when I eventually started um, selling pre, pre-made wigs and extensions and offering non-surgical hair replacement services and dealing with a lot of hair loss um, clients, I, um, I just feel so good knowing that I could share a piece of my magic to help them go through, <laughs> you know, some of the hard times that they go through because a lot of people are not very um, sensitive towards hair loss. And I feel like it's because they're not really educated on it. And um, a lot of women, um, like they go through it silently. They are shamed. And, you know, it, it's just a hard thing like that they don't want to share with, like even sometimes their husbands or their children. So me being on the other end of sharing that with them and being that shoulder plus those magic hands to the whole process, you know, helping, helping them feel like, oh, wow, I could really trust your, your, your opinion, your service, your products, your guidance in this area. Like those are really, really, really great days for me. Yeah, it, it can be hard. I've had several family members who've gone through the process and, um, it's, it's painful, especially when you do have these huge heads of hair and it you know and for us you know it's everything if this is if this ain't together we're not together glory yes okay so i definitely now on the flip side yes I mean, we all had those clients or those customers that make you be like okay all right what's the story for you of a customer or a client or an experience that's just like the worst like oh my god i can't believe that happened what is happening? I've had a few. <laughs> Come on, we want, it's a safe zone. We're safe here. <laughs> oh my God, let me see. I'll just pick one of the craziest ones. Um, obviously, I'm, uh, I, I'm just an optimistic person. I'm always bubbly. And I'm, I've always had this natural thing to bring people down to like 
this regardless of how you come um which is a blessing but i do remember one time uh i did a young lady's hair and um Two days later, she called in to say that um, something was wrong with her service. I did a sewing service and it was actually a leave out service, a leave out sewing service. And I was like, okay, that's kind of strange, but, you know, please, you know, share with me exactly what's wrong and let me see what way I could assist you. And she's like, um, I think the back is getting loose. Like some of the thread came loose. Now, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I just felt like, like that was one of my strongest, my strongest areas in here. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I have to see this to believe it. So I said to her, okay, we could schedule something in two days for you to come in and then um, I'll inspect it. And if it's anything, I'll fix it. So she was like, okay, no problem. The minute I hang up the phone, I got another call and it was her mom. Like, um, you did my daughter's hair and it just looks effed up. What kind of hairstylist are you? Like, this is distressed. So I was like, oh my God. And she was just going, oh, be this, that, that, that. So I was like, okay, here's the thing. I just spoke to your daughter. We scheduled to get this fixed. Um, if you're going to disrespect me on the phone like that, I would not be able to accommodate you. So I have to get off this call. So she was like, fix, fix. There's no fixing this. She was still carrying on. So I hung up and I just said, listen, come with your daughter in two days and I will help you guys. Man, it was the craziest experience. I literally was taking care of a client and I saw this lady and her daughter coming from across <laughs> across the street from my store. Oh, she God. bust into my salon and she was like, what is this? What is this to her daughter here? Like, what is this? Does this look like it's good? Like who leaves all this hair out? This looks like crap. Mind you, this hair still looks good and intact and in place. Nothing is out of, like there's no loose thread. It's nothing. I was like, what is going on? She called me names. She just was like, you need to do this thing over. It was just a crazy situation. Coming to find out, <laughs> to end this long story, it was a stylist who worked in my salon from before who actually put this lady up to this just to try to embarrass me. What? <laughs> Yeah, I found out a few days later on when I ran into the daughter and was like, what happened? Like, why? Like, what was this all about? She was like, I liked it. But she mentioned the stylist, told my mom that it was not good. Yeah, that was like the craziest situation that ever happened. But if something not let go, let it go. Exactly. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. It is. And it's like, this lady paid me already. I got paid. So it's like, why put her through all of this to pay me for a service to come embarrass me, but she's not going to get her money back. Like, and like, she could have went to jail if it went further. You know what I mean? Like, it was just ridiculous. But that you was the service. And now you can't even come back because I'm not going to do with you. <laughs> exactly. A shame, a shame. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy no one went to jail. Right. Happy no one went to jail. You know, it can go bad real fast when you're in a hair salon and you got hot, hot irons and combs and, you know. <laughs> Very <So>. true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, tell me, how important to you 
is it to know and stick to your values as a um, as a professional? You know, uh, a lot of times people slide or they allow certain people to treat them a certain way and they don't really stick to their values. How is it for you? Um, it's very important to me and I try to stay um, true to my values as much as I possibly can. Um, obviously, you know, I'm human, I'm not perfect, but I've always had this thing where I give myself time to think about things before I just jump on it. So, um, and I, I'm always honest with myself. So I would never get into a situation knowing that I'm not able or I'm not capable to give you 100%. So I based my whole, my whole career on those standards. Um, it, I'll be honest with you. And I would, I would say like, let's say for an example, um, Donna, can you do this particular service? No, I can't. Um, I'm not gonna accept your money just because. Um, or guess what? I'm like 50%, so maybe we could play around with it a bit, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I roll through stuff. And when it comes to like more of ethical and moral stuff, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest with you as far as, um, know that that wouldn't work for me and that's kind of how I roll through my whole that's me yeah yeah I know like a lot of times you come and you be like you know I want you to make me look like this but you you, <laughs> you don't you don't have this type of type of hair you know uh right. and I've people take my money I've had people take my money I, I want to look like this and really it's not realistic you know it's not yeah. realistic for my like natural hair at the time or whatever the case may be like you know it's hard to do finger waves with long hair it's hard to do certain things you know what i'm saying and instead of you being like hey professionally um no. i don't think that, you know whatever whatever but no you're gonna take my money you're gonna try to throw some things together just for the dollar and you you lose value you lose respect exactly. yeah it's my name walking down the street so i put more value on that than to take a dollar and you know with the, the the pressures of all the complaints after no 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 I I I have to clearly explain to people and I'm 100% honest with sharing what I know and what I don't so yeah right yeah oh yeah I totally get it I totally respect that um you seem like a person who is strong in what she knows and what she believes in um, I definitely appreciate this idea that you have a profound love for those um, with hair loss situations. You know, it's not a lot of people who genuinely care. Um, and it seems like you do. And for that, you definitely appreciate it. Um, how can someone get a hold of you or find you um, if they're trying to book a service or, um, or find you, uh, find your salon? So, I can be found at donnaprescott.com. On there, you are able to see my products and you're able to book salon services. Um, a menu is gonna pop up with all the services that I offer with the prices. So you're able to see everything that I um, offer both online and in my store. Okay, donnaprescott.com. Oh, donnaprescott.com. And I'm on Instagram as I am Donna Prescott. <laughs> Donna Prescott, follow right now. I am. Yes. Okay. And then, of course, if they're looking to book salon space in your salon, they can find you on the Shear Shirt app. Yes, they can. 
And how has how has Sheer Shara um, helped you um, even through COVID? And I'm not quite sure you were there post pre COVID, but how has Sheer Shara uh, benefited you? I, I feel like I've been with Shisha from the beginning and um, it's very helpful as far as um, helping, you know, stylist book space as a traveling stylist or for, you know, pop-up tours and stuff. So that has been very helpful for me. Um, I'm always contacted. Um, and another beautiful thing about Shisha is the resources that they provide. Like I get a lot of emails with, um, with information that I'm not even aware of. And after COVID or, well, it's not after, but like, you know, post the shutdown, um, I got a lot of um, grant information that I've applied to. And, you know, I've been successful with a few. So um, the resources that they provide is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> All for you. Well, yeah. I definitely appreciate you. You are an official Share Sharer, and we are happy to have you a part of this Share Share squad. Uh, thank, thank you so much for taking out the time to come sit with me and telling the people your story. Um, once again, if you guys are looking for her, DonnaPrescott.com. I am Donna Prescott. Okay, click it, book it, follow it, like it, hashtag it if you have yes. to. Okay. Um, until the next time, thank you, Miss Donna, so much. And you guys stay tuned until our next episode of In My Chair. Bye, you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>